Bud Shumway pushed his dark brown sunglasses up onto the bridge of his nose, where, like fresh tar running down a sloped roof, they slowly began their journey back down to the end of his nose again. Bud loved his new sunglasses. They helped him see better in the glaring desert sun, plus he thought they maybe made him a bit more handsome. But he needed to get some kind of little anti-skid doohickey for them. They were a gift from his wife, Wilma Jean, who had secretly hoped that they would cure Bud's habit of always rubbing the bridge of his nose when he was thinking about something, which, as sheriff of Emory County, he often was. Her gift had indeed cured Bud's habit, at least when he was wearing the sunglasses, but he had now developed the habit of fiddling with them. Watching the sunglasses slowly slide down Bud's nose seemed to drive Wilma Jean even crazier than before. Bud always laughed and told her, yeah, crazy with desire, which would make Wilma Jean laugh, but she had to agree that it was better than him smoking, which he had quit a few years before. Anyway, apparently Bud was thinking, because he was doing the slow Sisyphean thing with his sunglasses, up, down, up, down. It was an unconscious habit, but it did serve to clue his deputy Howie that something was up. Sometimes that something was something serious, but sometimes it was more along the lines of Bud wondering what was for dinner. Rumor had it that Wilma Jean was a darn good cook, which wouldn't surprise Howie, as Wilma Jean did everything with panache. Howie knew it did no good to ask Bud what was up. It would just interrupt Bud's train of thought, and then whoever was nearby would get run over by that train, figuratively, at least, and Howie was the only one nearby. Finally, Bud asked, Why would anyone want to break into Millie's Cafe, tear everything up, and not even take the money in the cash register? It just doesn't make sense. Maybe she's made an enemy somehow, as unlikely as it seems. Howie replied, Does Millie even make any money way up there? And why would anyone want to drive clear up on top of the swell for whatever little bit she does make and not even take it? I agree, no sense at all. Maybe somebody's mad at her. Bud answered, That's exactly what I just said, Howie. Howie had the habit of always agreeing with Bud, which sometimes irritated Bud, as he liked a little back and forth now and then. It helped him think better, analyze things. But Howie was fairly new to the law enforcement business, and he didn't want to come across as being argumentative. So he usually just agreed even when he didn't agree. How he had been taught to respect authority, and he had plans to be that authority someday, even though he knew it would take a few years, he wanted to someday be sheriff himself, and that would prove a few things to his ex-wife for sure. But how he was smart enough not to tell Bud he was after his job, as he figured Bud wouldn't necessarily encourage that. Besides, how he needed a bit more experience having been a deputy only a few months. Before that, he ran the local drive through cafe called, appropriately enough, Howie's. He could see it right now, across the street from the sheriff's office, and he wondered how business was going for the new owner. Maybe he'd go get a sandwich there for lunch. Just then the phone rang, and Bud answered. Sheriff's office, Bud. A voice on the other end said, 
Bud, this is Larry up at the cafe. Look, you need to get up here ASAP. Somebody or something has torn the place up again. And this time you need to come and actually investigate it. No deputizing me to do it cause you don't want to drive 30 miles. This is getting serious, maybe even dangerous. Dead gummit, Larry, what the heck's going on up there? Bud responded curtly. He'd had his mind on going over to the chow down for his mid-morning coffee and hated to think of having to drive up on the swell instead. And that also meant he'd miss lunch with Wilma Jean, and she was making enchiladas, his favorite. I don't know, Bud, that's your job, not mine, for crying out loud, I'm just a truck driver. I don't have the brains you have for figuring this stuff out. The kids are saying it's some kind of Bigfoot, and we sure don't need any rumors like that. Millie's having a hard enough time as it goes without scaring people away. Larry paused, then continued, You just need to get into that old Bronco I helped pay for with my taxes and get yourself up here. You can get a cup of coffee and a donut up here. Don't be a crybaby. Just come on up.